Hello, everybody. Chef Marcus Giuliano here. Welcome to Chef on a Mission Radio, episode number 84, Fast Like Asparagus. So it is springtime here in the Hudson Valley. It is April. It's actually May right now. And uh, asparagus, asparagus is around the corner, like really around the corner. I'm going to talk about some fun facts about asparagus today, how to cook them, some of the history of asparagus. And it's all brought to you by Aroma Time Bistro in Ellenville, New York, 90 miles north of New York City. We were the first certified green restaurant in upstate New York. If you're up here, stop in, say hello. This is also brought to you by VIP Winery Vacations, VIPWineryVacations.com. That's where I bring you to my friends' vineyards in Valle Guadalupe, in Italy, in New York. I take you to the vineyards that I know and trust, the owners that I know, and it's a red carpet VIP tour through wine country and some of the most amazing spectacular regions in the world uh go to vipwinervacations.com check out our travel schedule if you're traveling already and have plans and you didn't book with us well we can still help you put some pieces together jump on in and we can get you a villa in tuscany we can get you a vintage alfa romeo tour in uh Estonia in South, southern italy whatever you need in italy we've got you covered same thing in new york we can help you out and uh, check out our group trips they are awesome they're small they're uh, these amazing boutique tricks trips through one country all right episode number 83 asparagus asparagus will be in season i'm told any week right now here in the hudson valley stay tuned to the farmer's market updates is what i'm being told the farm hub updates asparagus is on its way if it's not already here when we wake up in the morning is what i'm told that can happen instantaneously so asparagus uh, has some unique history, uh, some long history, longer than the average person would think. Asparagus originally is said to be native to uh, the Mediterranean. So that's where asparagus grew naturally and grew wild. And it's basically swamp grass, swamp grass that uh, uh, when you look at asparagus, when you look at the plant of asparagus after it grows out fully to the asparagus spear, it's a drastically different look. So you're basically consuming the young stalks young stalks or spears of this so-called swamp grass that's native to the Mediterranean. There was asparagus found in Egyptian pyramids and tombs over 5,000 years ago. So asparagus has been around for thousands of years. It's not something new. It has been around. Uh, so asparagus. Asparagus has a very short season, a very fast short season, six to eight weeks, that's it. And it grows and it's done. And then the farmer typically lets asparagus grow out into its bush form. And then it's uh, just cut down and tilled back into the ground or cut down, you don't till back into the ground because asparagus is perennial. Asparagus is one of those plants that will just go year after year after year. So I'll talk about that as well. And I'll talk about cooking asparagus, how to cook it uh, the best way, some recipes and oh, the way I like asparagus. So, all right, so asparagus, 5,000 year old plant, been around many years. Uh, one of the Roman emperors said, uh, would use the term, I forgot which one it was, so we'd say fast like asparagus, fast like asparagus, because asparagus would cook very fast, but it grows very slowly. So asparagus is known to cook extremely fast, drop it in some boiling water, throw it on the grill, throw it under the broiler, and you've basically got cooked asparagus ready to go. Literally in and out of water in 15 seconds, asparagus is cooked in boiling water, and 15 seconds is probably even a lot. It just cooks extremely quickly. Now, if you go into the grocery store, if you think about this, asparagus, you can always find asparagus 
on the shelves. This is the fascinating part to me. Like there's that eight weeks of harvest time somewhere in the world at all times, right? At some point, some part of the globe, northern or western, northern or southern hemisphere has that eight week window that's harvesting massive amounts of asparagus. And that's it, folks. That farmer has, that's it, that, that eight week window and uh, it's gone. Now, asparagus do grow very, very fast. They cook fast and they grow fast. Asparagus is known to grow up to six inches per day. Yes, you've heard that right, six inches per day. So the farmers or the, the harvest people who are harvesting on the farms literally have to walk up and down. And by the time they're done harvesting the farm, it's time to harvest again. Literally, it's time to harvest again by their gone, they've gone through all day. So extremely fast growing. Asparagus is harvested under from underneath the ground. You never cut above the ground. You They have these little prong type uh, tools. One side is a machete where it's sharp. The other side is dull. And there's a like a fork-like uh, uh, end to it. Uh, so a Y-shaped end that you can basically stick in the ground while the asparagus is growing up, stick in the ground and cut off and pull up. That little white part that you see in the bottom of asparagus spears is actually where the dirt was. It was underneath the ground. Now, if you've heard of white asparagus before, white asparagus is a delicacy. Uh, it typically comes from Europe. White asparagus is going to be that bottom part, that white part of green asparagus, but the whole thing is going to be white. And that's because it has not had a chance to do photosynthesis because certain ways to grow asparagus would be to cover the whole plant as it's growing. So they grow, they, they mound up a foot, 18 inches tall above the asparagus plant, mounds of dirt, rows of dirt. And as these grow up and start to peek through the top, then you know to go all the way to the bottom of the mound of dirt and harvest it. And thus you have white asparagus. I've not really looked at the nutritional benefits on paper, but I would have to imagine that green asparagus is going to be healthier than white asparagus. And then you also have purple asparagus, which is going to have more anthocyanins, which is the pigment color and the antioxidants in fruits and vegetables. So anthocyanins go along with, so it goes in red cabbage, goes in watermelon. And anthocyanins are going to add some bit of nutritional benefits on top of it. But green versus white. Green is going to absorb the sun, do the photosynthesis process, and bring in all these great nutrients. So I'm assuming that the green is going to be more nutrient dense than the white, just an assumption. It'd be an interesting thing to go look up the nutritional profiles of both asparagus. So now the farmers walk up and down um, the farm hands. They pick the asparagus, it grows six inches a day. The average asparagus plant, I mean, literally will get, you know, I don't know, just a handful of stalks to it. Now here's the thing that, that is the kicker of the asparagus. Asparagus, once it's planted, a farmer doesn't have to worry about the asparagus for 20 years about replanting because it's perennial, it comes back every year. They don't have to worry about it coming, they don't have to worry about planting it. So once it's planted, it's planted. It's like a grapevine, it's there and it keeps coming back. However, the younger you harvest the asparagus, the shorter lifespan you get of the plant typically. So if you really want to get the maximum yield out of asparagus, you need to wait five years after planting. And they typically don't plant the seeds. They plant the rootstock. Uh, asparagus does fruit out to a little tiny red fruit that looks like a cherry tomato, which is poisonous, by the way, to humans. Uh, I'll talk about that in just a moment. But this plant will grow 20 years and keep coming up every year and get great harvest. But again, if you start harvesting in year two or three, you're going to diminish the back end. So you have to wait more up front and get more on the back end on the harvest time. But once it's there, it's there and it's ready to go year after year for you. So at the end of the season, 
so farmers typically let the asparagus grow into the bush form. And this is where you'll see these like big fern type bushes. And this is what will look more like swamp grass to you. And from here, they actually do get a fruit. They flower and get a fruit. And so it's a little tiny red fruit. And again, poisonous to humans, this red fruit. However, this is where the seed lies. And this is where you're going to take these seeds and plant them and get the rootstock then to plant the rootstock uh, on the farm. So asparagus here in the Hudson Valley will be done by, by literally by the middle of June, end of June. It's going to be in and out and uh, very, very quick. So we're anxiously waiting. My restaurant, we only serve asparagus in the restaurant when it's in season here in the Hudson Valley. We started that years ago and it's worked very well for us because we're sort of like asparagus is in, it's on the menu, it's in an appetizer form, it's a, a whatever vegetable and we rock and roll on it and that's it. And that's the last time you're gonna see it until the following year typically. So that's one of the farm to table items that we love to see every single year. Now, as far as cooking asparagus, asparagus cooks very quickly. Before you cook asparagus, there's a debate. Do you peel the asparagus or do you not peel the asparagus? The reason you would peel the asparagus or, or peel the larger asparagus, larger asparagus are going to have more fiber in them. Pencil asparagus is a term, you have pencils or jumbos or standards. So pencil is the thinnest. You have standard and you have jumbo. Jumbos are really big asparagus uh, in the chef industry. The chef world, we like to call them baseball bats. Look at those bats as, a pair, as compared to the tiny pencil asparagus. If you were to attempt to peel pencil asparagus, you would peel it down to nothing. So it really doesn't make sense to peel pencil asparagus. The only reason you're peeling asparagus is to get rid of that extra fiber, which in a dining situation, in a high-end restaurant, if you get a nice filet mignon and these great garlic mashed potatoes and you get these asparagus on the plate that are chewy and fibrous, it's not going to add to the dining experience. So then the chef would want to peel the asparagus and uh, make them more palatable. However, once you start peeling vegetables like that, you do lose some nutritional benefit. That's, you know, it goes without being said, that's um, pretty much the universal rule for everything. So a lot of chefs will demand pencil asparagus or no bigger than standard asparagus to avoid that. And even sometimes the standard asparagus will have that tough fiberness. Now, if you look at the asparagus from the tip to the bottom, you'll notice as you go down this, you're gonna have to, if you're watching this, let's say this is the tip of the asparagus. And as you go down to the root end, there's gonna be a point where you're gonna wanna bend the asparagus. And at certain points, it's gonna snap very easily. And at certain points, it's going to be really tough. The tougher it is, that's more the fiber content. So you start at the bottom and you basically go up and you, you do this, this tweaking. And once it pops, that means the bottom of that, you probably want to discard and put that into your compost and to your vegetable stock. because so that's going to be a, to the tough part. So if you were to eat the asparagus from end to end, from that white end to the tip, that white end on the bottom root, the base of it, is always going to be tough and chewy and unpalatable. And you're going to be like, oh, this is terrible. So find that sweet spot, get rid of the tough part on the bottom and enjoy the top. As far as cooking asparagus, you can drop it into some boiling water, uh, to bring some boiling water up, uh, some salt in it. And you're literally going to drop it in the water for literally 10 seconds, depending on how much water you have versus how much asparagus you have. 10 seconds, probably it's going to cook so quick. You pull that out. And then you can, you know, season it up with your olive oil and your salt and whatever else you're seasoning it with. You can also grill asparagus. Now, if you grill asparagus, 
you can blanch it first in the water, but literally in and out of the water in like five seconds. And it barely needs to be boiling water. So you just pop it in the water, bring it out. And then from here, pat it dry or, or, or make sure there's not much water on it. Then put a little bit of oil on it and pop it right on the grill and it will cook almost instantaneously. Do you need to blanch in water before you put it on the grill? You really don't but it's a way of doing it very quickly and not overcooking because sometimes you'll put asparagus on the grill and it'll start to dry out on you and take a little longer to cook. So this is one way to keep it moister, but it goes much quicker and make sure that the oil doesn't flare up and you get the black smoke and, and residue on the asparagus. So just make sure it's not too oily and too watery. You can also put them under a broiler in the professional chef world. We call them salamanders in the kitchen. You can put it under a salamander or a broiler and they cook really quick under there, just a little bit of oil and salt and you're good to go. I like my asparagus cooked with or served with a little bit of extra virgin olive oil, a little bit of aged balsamic and some roasted garlic and that's it. If you wanna treat yourself, you can shave some truffles on it or use some truffle oil, some real truffle oil. Just have asparagus and truffle, that's a real treat. Asparagus can be cut up and sauteed and put into a mixture of other vegetables. Um, you can slice it up, put it into a pasta dish with smoked salmon. You can do a lot of things with asparagus. And it's great as a vegetable by itself, as a side dish, or it's great and in incorporated into specific entrees. And I think probably most proteins go great with asparagus, everything from filet mignon to salmon to Dover sole uh, to swordfish, you name it. Uh, I'm not sure of many things that you would not serve asparagus with. You would avoid asparagus is um, a really just a, a, a crowd pleaser. You do have something called, uh, the, well, what do you call it? You go, you go to the bathroom and you go to the bathroom and you pee and you have asparagus pee, asparagus pee. Uh, that's from all the sulfur uh, in the plant uh, just coming out. And a lot of people say, a lot of people avoid asparagus because of that reason. Like, I don't want my pee to smell like asparagus. And it happens pretty instantaneously. And it only happens, like if you, like I know for me, if I eat two bites of asparagus, it'll happen. And it happens pretty quickly. So do not let that discourage you from eating asparagus. Asparagus is a very healthy vegetable. Uh, very, lots of, lots of health benefits for asparagus. So do not let that discourage you. Um, let's see anything else on asparagus. So purple asparagus, green asparagus, white asparagus, purple having the most anthocyanins, the most pigments, the most um, antioxidants. I would look for that one first. However, when you cook purple asparagus, it will turn green. So don't, don't be like, don't be alarmed that all oh, my purple asparagus turned green. Something's wrong with it. Even purple beans, like green beans, like purple beans, when they're purple and you cook them, they do turn green. So the pigment does change with heat. However, that does not, that does not um, affect the anthocyanin level in it, the nutritional level. They're still there. You just can't see them as well. So cabbage, you can cook cabbage and the red actually stays, right? It doesn't turn green on you like the other vegetables do. So that is a rundown on asparagus. Uh, enjoy asparagus uh, in that short season here in wherever, wherever you're located wherever it's in season. And of course you can, because of the way we ship produce now, you can get asparagus at any time of the year. There are gonna be seasons for asparagus. So you'll have the California season that's here. You'll have in the fall time, you'll have the Southern hemisphere season uh, here in the Hudson Valley. We're getting ready to approach the Hudson Valley uh, season here. And it is literally April, I'm sorry, May 10th when I'm recording this. So 
um, literally I could wake up tomorrow and it could be flooded on the farmers for the, on the farm hubs on their list. So uh, I have to monitor it every single day and we only get farm hubs twice a week. So stay tuned. If you're coming to the restaurant, my restaurant asparagus will be here momentarily and it'll be gone momentarily as well. So by the middle of June, no more asparagus. That is it folks. Thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate your support at uh, Aroma Time Bistro. Thank you very much, everybody. If you like this, please rate it, share it. This is shown where uh, played where podcasts are played on on uh, Apple Podcasts, on um, um, iHeartRadio. This is distributed through several different outlets for podcasts. So please go on, rate us, share it, and uh, stay tuned for more episodes. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a fantastic day.